the We Only Do One Take podcast, the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Proudly sponsored by uh, Turch's Backyard Lemons, making the <laughs> Tom Collins uh, whiskey, which is uh, uh, very, very enjoyable. I'm Kieran, and with me is my co-host, the CFO, the only man that can fuck up a free lunch. It's Turch. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> What do you mean fucking up a free lunch? You're the only man that could fuck up a free lunch. Okay. I, is that in reference to something that I'm completely missing and completely oblivious to? No, I just thought that was a great joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I try to match the joke up to something yeah. that's happened during the week. Uh-huh. <laughs> but in this case here, <laughs> you're just driving here thinking, oh, I've got a joke for Turch. Yeah. You know what he fucks up? A free lunch. It's a, it's a great line. I'm more about the free hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the next thing on the card says, how are you doing? Oh, I'm very well. How are you, Kieran? <laughs> it's good to be back together. We sort of had to miss last week. We were all too far too busy. Uh, number one, happy birthday. The Thank important, Thank The you. most important part of the week. It is Kieran's birthday. So if you'd like to send him some death threats or anything else. Uh, some hate mail. Whatever you'd like to just uh, You're really old now. It's great. Have you reached your 30s yet? No. (laughs) Great. So I'm another year into my 30s. Yeah. And you haven't become old and disheveled. No, I'm I'm the beautiful, fresh 29. I will be... Thirty at the in November. That's that's the. So you're gonna be married. Yeah. You're not even gonna be thirty. I'll be. I'll have two houses. I've got to add this. In, I've got to add this into my job. Married. Hang on. A dog. Hang on. And uh, I'm under thirty. How amazing! I've got is that? notes here and the, for the, and the worst podcast on on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not that that's gonna, not true. Hey, that's not true. Hey, the hey, life's not just, true. Just, just, you can't read this. This is highly confidential. I can't read anyway. But look at the scrolling. Look at all the notes that are going. You got into that three speech. minutes, buddy. That's <laughs> that's not three minutes. You're screwed. This is definitely not the worst podcast on the internet because last week we did listen to the Royals podcast. That is the worst that podcast is on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I think it's important to put things in perspective. A lot there are probably worse podcasts than the Royals one, mm-hmm. but. The amount of money... But, but the other ones are authentic. Authentically yeah. shit. No, I think it's like... It's in accordance to its budget. Mm. You know, I think... I've been watching lots of Red Letter Media recently. The great mm-hmm. YouTube channel, right? Yeah. They're fun. They review films. And um, one of the guys on there, Rich Evans, always goes, this is the worst movie we've ever watched in context to its budget. Yeah. You know, so you think usually a you know, more expensive film usually would have better production, better quality, most likely better writing. You'd hope anyway. And then the cheaper the film gets, because they can't afford those sort of things, usually gets a lot worse. And sometimes you get some really real gold. And then there's a, then there's a point where it's really bad yeah, that it's, it's really, really good. good. That's right. That's great. But I think I, that's what we try and aim for this podcast, to be really bad that it's good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. But I think that's the thing. Like the Royals podcast, they were given like a million bucks to record that. And it's so shit. And if you compare, like if you were to invest in that, go, here's a, oh, you have to invest a million dollars for this podcast. And that's the product. You would be destroyed, internally destroyed. Mm. Right. And, and, uh, but if that, if someone goes, hey, the Royals are doing a podcast and you only have to invest a dollar and that's the outcome, you go, well, I mean, it could be a lot worse. 
but that's okay. Yeah. But there are people out there that are doing it for nothing. You know, like how guys karaoke Big E and Shitty Song of the Week, all that sort of stuff. And they're doing these shows, you know, Mixed Media Forest mm. is another example. All our friends like that, they're doing shows, they're, you know, most mostly free, there's a few bonus episodes here and there. But they're free and they're just fantastic. And you compare that to the shit quality and high expense <laughs> of the Royals and... You know, even the Porn Stars podcast, because they were at least where they were free. They might have been ridiculously stupid but funny. But they were fun. They were fun at they least. Fun. You know, you tend to listen to uh, Eric, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Eric Clapton. Uh, Alton John complain about how he had to cancel his tour and go back to his mansion with his husband. I don't really. It's a shame. It is a shame. And we really need to be there for those big celebrities who are mm. doing it tough uh, <sighs> around the world. Oh. I feel so I feel so bad for them. Yeah. I really, really do. But Kieran, I've got a bunch of little rants today that oh, always good. add up that always add up to a big rant. Yeah. Uh, I just visited my cousin uh-huh. recently. And he comes up to me and he's like, There's two thing two rants that always live in the back of his mind. One is the uh lid, the foil lid on dip packet yep. Dip, yep. dip containers. And if you don't take them off, then they get crinkled and yeah, crumpled. Uh, they, they don't those don't actually keep the dips fresh. No. It's the, it's the container lid on top that keeps the lid fresh. But people seem to leave it on and think it helps, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you say, just remove it all. And then he did complain about his partner leaving those on. And yeah. apparently she left them on the Pringles as well. And mm, I, my question is, how do you get them out of uh, Pringles out of the can without taking the whole lid off? Now, see, I had this problem the other day with the Pringles. The Pringle, you take the, the, the seal off and it's pretty good, but it's a little bit tougher at the end. Mm-hmm. And so it's just easy to leave it on. Oh, I, I'm very disappointed in you. This is the worst part of the show. This uh, is the worst no, I part. want you to know that I spent the extra two seconds to take it off. I'm I don't want to be that asshole. Excellent. I'm very proud of you. And then the other one he complained about was the long tags on things. And mm. he actually came to me with a heat pack. Mm-hmm. You know, it was about a foot long. Yeah. And then the, the tag... The heat packs that you put in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, the heat, so like yeah. wheat, wheat or rice, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then the tag for this foot long heat mm. pack was also a foot long. <laughs> and yeah. just as wide. It was like two inches wide, three inches wide. It was just why, the same. Why do, we, why do we need the long tag? And you know what? The instructions, usually instructions are written in like really small text. Yeah, yeah. This was written like in size 12 aerial. <laughs> And even if it's written for old people, old people can't read size 12. No, they don't read. They, they don't need read. it to be in size 50. They don't read anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, boomers don't read. They just pretend to read. Is that what they do? That's what and they do. And then when it doesn't work, they yell no, at the, yeah, they yell yell at the yeah. young people. Yeah, that's right. Because they should have read it. They should have read it, yeah. It's like, oh, you don't, kids don't know. Back in my day, all that sort of fun stuff. How but, often have you used a heat pack? Oh, Jess uses them all the time. I used to use them a lot when I played soccer, like heat up the muscle, hmm. then massage it and and have a nice cold shower and it sort of helps recovery. Yeah, I, I think I was like five the last time I, I used a heat pack. Now, I use them quite a bit when, with sports injuries. Right. You know, or if I have a knot in my back, I'll put it on. That way it sort of loosens it up, put some mm. Voltaren on after that. Sort of gets the... Ah, the Voltaren. Yeah. What about the deep heat? See, deep heat's good, but I think the Voltaren... Deep heat's good to, for warming up the muscle before you play sport. Mm-hmm. The Voltaren's the after. The after effect, right. That's right. right. It's like, oh, now I'm in pain. Put the Voltaren on. Because it's got like a ibuprofen type, yeah. type yeah. thing. It helps to stop the, the inflammation. Yeah. 
Yeah, very good. But continuing on, we've got some more rants. Excellent. Okay, I've been doing the my uh, area of work is mm-hmm. being audited at the moment. Oh no. Yeah, whatever. You know, I'll have you up with the audit. No worries at all. Oh, you're you're part of the audit process. Well, no. oh, I thought an external person was coming in to audit. Yeah, yeah. So the external person is coming in to audit, but I'm organising. Make sure the the room that they're in turn the air conditioner all the way down. Oh, just freeze them out. Freeze okay. them I'm just, out. I'm the, Those I'm SOBs the... come in there. <laughs> you're trying to do the best that you can do. And they come in there and try and push you around. This is what happens with the Labor government. It's true. So I've been uh, the uh, facilitator. I've been trying to help collect all the documentation. Yeah. How many donuts stuff. do you eat in a day? Uh, look how fat with, I with am. With the auditors there. To, How many to... coffees and donuts do you have in this auditing process? I've been working from home, so uh, there's no donuts in my house. I'll tell you, mm. A lot of coffee, though. I'll tell you what. The okay. short blacks are, are flowing. But then... They go, yeah, all good. Yeah, we've got all the documents. Just now. Oh, can we organise a meeting? Like, perfect. Let's do a meeting. And they go, great. For, how about four o'clock no, on a Friday? No, <laughs> no fucking way. You don't get a four o'clock on a Friday. Uh, like, why? What, why? What work is like, and then what are you going to do? Send me an email afterwards of all the work we have to do. Okay. I'm not a consultant. I don't work on weekends. I work for the government. I don't work on weekends. <laughs> I don't work on a Friday and I definitely don't work on a Monday. <laughs> right? You get me between Tuesday <laughs> and Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday is me day. <laughs> you know, so it's like, what the hell are you doing? For the, anyway, so that's why do people do that? I don't know. Can, does anyone function between four and five on a Friday no. that isn't at the pub? No. Even at the pub, I'm not functioning because I'm exactly. waiting for that first taste of crisp lager. I have, I have scheduled a four o'clock Friday meeting before. Yep. Right. And that person that I've gone to meet at four o'clock, it's probably been 10 minutes of work discussions. Yeah. And, and then, then it's been is. about five to six hours of drinking. That sounds like our podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so very. De- I've got another rant. Mm-hmm. I-, I know this is something that you're going to feel. Yeah. Shitty logistics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I need to tell this story. So. <laughs> you're going to hate it. Every part of this you're going to hate. This last, the Saturday just passed. Mm-hmm. It's my little cousin's birthday. Mm-hmm. And they live about an hour away. And I go, you How know, little? She's seven. Okay, so yeah. so a pretty, for a seven-year-old, a pretty big event. Pretty big, right? Yeah. And I love her. She's my little cousin. You know, we're not talking her. like my 31st. No. Where, you know, fuck you, Kieran. You know, don't make me, uh, don't make me leave my comfortable house on the weekend. Because it's winter and, I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm going to kill you Why? because I did message you. What are we? When are we drinking? Yeah, I did. I said, um, church. Oh, okay. I said going to cancel tomorrow's recording. Also, when are we drinking for your birthday? Uh huh. And you didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, bring, bring that up in your next rant. That's right. All right. So, so I go to my parents' house for dinner on the Thursday, mm-hmm. and the whole time was meant to be. Uh, if you, if Anthony, if you're going to this birthday, Jess isn't coming. Now, you now, dry, now, I'll now shut up for a second. Yeah, I was here on the Wednesday or the Tuesday or no, something. No, not this week. No, 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 last week. Yeah, I was privy to some of this organisation oh. planning. I overheard some of this. Okay, so did this you have did up. you have another night of planning? It sounds like there was a pre-planning <laughs> that I was partially involved in about this birthday okay. party. 
Yes, yes. So, okay. So, you came over and they said, we don't know exactly what's happening, but you can either get a ride with us or you can drive your grandparents. I yep. said, look, I'll see how I feel closer to that and we'll organise it. Great. <laughs> then I go over to my parents' house and they go, oh, you can get a ride with us because your grandparents are going to take the train to your uncle's house mm-hmm. and they're going to stay the night and then catch the train home. Is this a V-line train or is this no, a no, no, they, uh, standard public transport train? Two public train. transport train. Okay. Yeah, nothing fancy. All right. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. So parents are going to pick me up. We'll drive back. All good. And my grandparents don't have to worry about them because they actually like catching the train because they're old people. Now, now the first thing, the first, uh, alarm bells are ringing. <laughs> alarm bells are ringing. This birthday party is on a Sunday, right? Saturday. A Saturday. Oh, shit. Okay. So it's on a, that's a very valuable day. Right. So it's on a Saturday. Uh-huh. In the afternoon, like two o'clock. Two o'clock. Now, when, when are you, do you know what time you're going to be leaving the event to come back home? Yeah, it's all good. Did Every- you have something where your parents are driving you? Because you're now no longer in control. I had complete control because I said I had to be home by six good, to have dinner. Good, good. Yep. To have to be home by six for dinner because I was going to my cousin's house. Okay. That I just talked about, right? Yeah. All good. Everything all right, good. You had control. an out. You had Everything an exit. Everything was under control. You had an out. Everything was under control. Because anyway, if you don't have an out, that's your own fault. Everything was under control. Great. Then I get into the car with my parents and mm-hmm. my brother. I get the front seat because, you know, I'm the firstborn. Perfect. Your mum sits in the back? Oh, she's I'm assuming th- she's not driving. She's the little one. She's little, so... See, my parents, doesn't matter. And they're in the front, you're in the back. No, no, see, I'm the, I'm the firstborn. Yeah. And also, I'm the one that knows where roughly where to go. And also me oh, and Dad... Oh, you now have value. And me You and have Dad- navigation value, and me, I understand. And me and Dad yell at the traffic. Good. <laughs> he needs someone to also yell at the traffic mm. that's just as angry as him You need a co-pilot, that's I right, understand. That's right. This is good. So we're driving there. And then I go, oh, you know, how are the grandparents going? And they go, yep, they're on the train getting there. So we get there. And then we find out that the grandparents... <laughs> <laughs> drove to a station mm-hmm. and they found that it was bus replacements. So oh. instead they drove to the, the station where the bus replacements ended. Yeah. But there was no parking there because everyone what? did this. <laughs> Let me continue because this gets stupider and stupider. So they drove home, uh-huh. locked on the next door neighbor's house uh-huh. and asked them to drop them off at the station. Uh-huh. She did. Yeah. But on another train line because oh, no. she was going that way. So they got the train in and caught another train from the city to my uncle's house. So let me get this straight. They were driving. <laughs> they were driving. They don't like to drive like an hour. Like okay. that's fair. Like they, you know, they're they're a bit old and stuff like that. So they get to my grandparent, uh, they get to my uncle's house. I'm there with my mum and dad, brother, and his g- girl. They're clearly not turning up at two o'clock. They get there about to quarter past two. Very, oh, wow. very good. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. For, for that kerfuffle. Perfect. So that's already the logistics has gone to shit. Yeah. And then I hear my auntie, you know, who's hosting going, oh, and I'll drive you guys home. And I perk up and I think, because her parents are there too. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, maybe she's not talking about her parents who live like 10 minutes away. No, she's going to drive my grandparents home mm-hmm. who live an hour and 15 minutes away. That's very nice of her. It's lovely of her. So I'm standing there going, I should have just driven my grandparents and me <laughs> to this party. I could have left whenever I wanted. Yeah. And, and t- your grandparents seem to be the kind of people who are like, when you're ready to go, go I'm we're ready to we're go. Ready yeah, to go. That's right. We've done our 15 minutes. <laughs> 
uh, we would like to now leave. Exactly right. So after all that, this is the worst logistics organization. Thing. I'm just like who, I'm, or, I'm, who was involved in this? Was it someone who might be of the English literature? It might have nature. just been that little lady there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I should have just driven me, my grandparents, and I could have just come home whenever. Why? 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 You would look for me for an hour and a fifteen minute drive. For me to be in the car with my parents and my brother to an and ev- his girlfriend to an event that, I, to be honest, you really don't want to be at a seven-year-old's birthday party. Oh, look, I love my little cousin. She's All right, that's good. But I know, you don't really want to be there. The, uh, the only good thing about it was that I could drink five beers yeah, <laughs> in two hours. That's great. That's all I could do. I, I still wouldn't be driven. I would be driving myself. There's so many things that you can't control. You can't control the temperature of the vehicle, the the music of the vehicle, the conversation oh, you know, that's how, happening in the me, vehicle. Have you heard how loud my parents are? Even if the I loudness music, of the conversation even, even of the people in the vehicle. Even if I wanted to play the music, even if I wanted to choose the music myself, no one could hear it over my mum and dad <laughs> yelling at each other. You're going too fast. Don't tell me how to drive. I've been driving since I was 15. What? <laughs> I, I think I want to be in this car just for the comedic value that's of it. That's what I got in there for. And then my brother, like, not being happy at all for having to go to a seven-year-old's birthday. He would have been miserable. Oh, it was amazing. I was... You would have had more fun. <laughs> I had a great time. I got a party bag. Oh, really? <laughs> of course what I the, did. What was in the party bag? Just, just some lollies and mm. some mm. cake and stuff. I'll have a good party bag. You know, so it was all good. So I had a good time. And it's all fine. But just shitty logistics. Like, no one can just think, like, what's the easiest option? The easiest option was... I just drive yeah. and pick up the grandparents. I'm yeah. happy to have them in the car. They're actually quite pleasant. Yeah. They probably fall asleep. Yeah. They're relaxing. Yeah. They're all chill. But that was it. Okay. Final final rant mm-hmm. that I've got. Uh, Jess, and, Jess has been watching new stuff on Amazon and all this crappy two, mid-2000s television is on there. Yeah. And one of the shows is... think uh, 90210? No, no. Uh, a reality show yeah. called Flavor of Love. Flavor of love. Flavor of love. Flavor of love. Okay. Do you know the rapper Flavor Flay? Ah, uh, I've heard of him. Anyway, so he's basically running, or he ran, a bachelorette, a bachelor-style television show where he was the bachelor, and uh-huh. he had twenty women come into his house, and he would give, get rid of them bachelor-style, yeah. like one every episode. And instead of giving them roses, he would give them clocks because he wears a giant clock around <laughs> him all the time. That was the show. And it's insanely great because it's mid-2000s. There's no filter on anyone. Fantastic. But one of the... Sh- like, the episode before the last episode hmm. was a clip show. Okay. And that's my rant. A, that's the, what I mean. A, why, why, why is there a clip show? Why is there a clip show? You've got... Uh, you know, if you had this footage and it should, oh, everyone needs to see it. You should put it in the regular episode. Yeah, a clip show. A clip show only works when you, you know, you've got, you're almost finished your season, and you go, "Fuck, we need one more episode." Yeah, but if it's a reality show, you're fine. Just you know, if you, because a reality show will go, we're going to do twenty episodes, yeah, or whatever it is. So you know how many. So just plan out 20 episodes. They've obviously got, oh shit, we only planned 19. What the hell is going on? A clip show. <laughs> a clip show. The only clip show that's acceptable. 
We would same. have more clip shows if I wasn't lazy. That's it's true. just easier to come here and do a podcast <laughs> it is than actually. it is to do a clip show. <laughs> I, you know, we've only got one because we had to fill it some space. But that's that episode twenty nine debacle. Yeah. But I'm like, a cl- the only clip show that's acceptable is that Simpsons one. Yeah, where they oh were, no, another Toy McClure. Yeah. yeah, and that's at least it was a parody of clip, of clip shows. shows. You know? Yeah, and there was actually new footage in there that was built. Specific- oh, Chief Wigan PI. Pip- oh, that was yeah, that was yeah. on the, the uh, Simpsons Variety the, Family yeah. Hour, uh, uh, Family Variety Hour, and something. Where like. Lisa's not in it. Yeah, good, yeah. good, because she's the worst character in The Simpsons. You reckon? Is it a good episode of The Simpsons you watch, and Lisa is the focus of the episode? <laughs> I think Lisa provides. Um, what do you call it? Um, she's a she's a she's a character. She needs to be there. That type of character needs to be there. It needs to. It sort of sets a. Um, church, help me out here with the I words. I don't know where you're going with this at all. I'm just like negative. Why would I try to help you with your argument? I'm, ne- I'm against Lisa completely, and you're trying to be for. This is the worst debate. Hey, we're in a debate. For pro and cons. Uh, I'm trying to think of some pros. Uh, opponent, how about another pro over here? Throw us a bone. That's a quick one over here. Throw us one, yeah. No, she's needed. She's not a main character, but she's needed just for a little bit of variety. Just focus on Homer. That's the only... You don't really want to watch the Marge episodes. You don't really want to watch the Bart episodes. You really don't want to watch... Just the Homer episode. I'd rather watch more episodes than most is like. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if we're going to talk about characters, I just want to see more in the day of the life of... Or Lenny and Carl. I'd rather see them. Uh... We don't really see Lenny and Carl, do we? Not enough. What's we that? just know that Lenny lives in a house mm. and the front falls down. It's like, please don't yeah. tell people how I live. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what, why he's so poor. He's a nuclear technician. I can't imagine a nuclear technician earning less than $150,000 a year. He raised a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a rebuttal. Jess, I always point this stuff like this out to the to Jess. Yeah. And she goes to me, you are like, remember those itchy and scratchy episodes <laughs> and the nerds are saying, uh, in episode 214, there's uh, yeah, it's you the press, same, you same bone the- twice, <laughs> same, <laughs> two distinct sounds. <laughs> you think we wouldn't catch that? And Homer's like, what the hell are you talking, talking about? It's <laughs> like, so, why is an adult man <laughs> watching a kid's television show I reject my retract my statement. Oh, uh, Kieran, you got some some news for us, or I do have some news. Oh, what have you got for us today? Oh. What have you? Got I've got some you? very very exciting news, oh. Mister Church. You knew it was coming. Why didn't you pull out your phone with all your notes? <laughs> I Sorry, I was having had, I was having had, headphone <laughs> issues over here. <laughs> I got these. Fair, I just you just look. If you're going to start a podcast, people don't get fancy doobacky headphones. That power on and power off and a noise cancelling because I cracked my back while you were talking. My headphones <laughs> off. And then my headphones turned off. And then I was trying to turn them back on and I could hear you. And then it was it was muted. And then you were talking and I couldn't really hear you because the noise cancelling was on, but it wasn't picking up the sound. And I'm trying to go through the fucking modes because there's all these different modes. <laughs> this is the problem I have when we do it via uh, Skype thing as well. <laughs> so you're talking, I'm like, I can't hear you because I've got to get the right fucking... Oh, this is why I make all the jokes on this show. <laughs> oh. uh, anyway. What do you got? What do you got? That's, um, 
Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we know about the, uh, the the big ship that got stuck. Yes. Well, finally, the Evergreen, the Evergreen, Evergiven, Ever, yeah, the Evergiven that got stuck. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has a lot of uh, supplies on it. Yep. And now, and there's a lot of shortages that have been created in, in Europe, and the UK is now facing a garden gnome shortage. <laughs> Following the Suez Canal fiasco. The best bit about this is yeah. at all those Asian $2 shops that always <laughs> have, have the garden gnomes. Have those garden gnomes yeah. and, uh, you know, those meerkats that you can put in your garden. They're all real struggling. You know, they're really struggling now. Um, uh, um, a, a, a disaster has happened in the UK for the manufacture of one of the beloved product, the garden gnomes. Raw materials have been held up, delayed, and not turning up on time, thanks to one of the most meme traffic jams for a long time. Speaking to the BBC, Iron Willie, CEO of Garden Centre Association. Iron Willie? <laughs> Ian, sorry, I- Ian. <laughs> I've written it as I A N. <laughs> it's not even that funny it's not but it's uh so there's a shortage of whatever they make with goods uh, arriving from abroad garden centers were affected by the ship getting stuck in the canal as much as any other industry garden furniture ornaments of which gnomes would be some being stuck in containers trying to come over here <sighs> that's that makes it even more depressing, right? Yeah. So they're like, so you're you've got a you're a more the more like you know a very good um what's called captain. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? We're upgrading you. You're really important now. You need to drive one of the big tank like, ships, cargo ships. cargo ships. Yeah. Important cargo. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's this more money, more prestige, probably yeah. you know. Work two or th- you know, like uh, six months of the year because you're know, gonna have time off. Yeah, and then you get your boat stuck, <laughs> and you're sitting there going, "Oh my god, fuck! I've really ruined things for a lot of people." And you're like, "You know, what? I can't really do anything. I might as well read the news." And the article says, <laughs> <laughs> "Ian Dick can't make his garden gnomes because they're stuck on your ship," and you just think to yourself. What what is my life? There's <laughs> a there's a whole, you know. If it was oil or I, I don't know, like something in value. Of- hey, garden gnomes are important to some people. I know one some of, of them have religious aspe- aspect thingamajigs. I know someone who was trying to sell their house and it wasn't working, and they said that they needed some kind of garden gnome related to some kind of Catholicism, and it needed to be upside down in a in a in a a pot out the front of the house, and then that would help make their house be sold. What? What sort of thing? What? <laughs> Are you making origami? Yeah, kind of. Are you that bored no, that no, you're no. making origami? I just, I just feel like I needed to make it while I'm uh, thinking of jokes. Right, shut up for a second. <laughs> Cargo ships. Yeah. I've been watching, thank God, for the University of YouTube 
I've been watching about cargo ships. I'm very impressed. Right? Do you know the people that work on cargo ships? They do four hours on, then they have a break, and then they do another four hours later. Okay. And then they get a break. Yeah. So always on, basically. Like they're well, just no, like, they do four hours and they have a break. Yeah. And then they do another four hours. And then, break. And then four and, hours again. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, and yeah. then they have a... They only do eight hours, but they get then they get their 16 hours or whatever it is, yeah. 12 hours downtime. Yeah. Because there's other people on that shift cycle. Yeah. And they get really big rooms compared to cruise ships. Yeah. It, don't work on a cruise ship. No, cruise ships... Uh, work on a cargo the ship. The only way you get a big room on a cruise ship is you're like in the like a captain or anything yeah. like that, or you're the like big star attraction there, like you're the magician or the, the one of the singers. But if you're like a wait staff, you have to share like a little cabin with four other blokes. Yeah, don't do that. No. No, be on the cargo ship. Of course. But a lot of the wait staff on, on those car, on those uh, cruise liners, yeah, they're like people in, from third world countries. And this is their mm. way out. Yeah, it's a way out. They mm. earn a decent wage. Well, they earn it. For, their, for them, it does. Yeah. Because they get fed and, you know, all that stuff. They get a little bit of downtime when the, the ship, depending on where you are, obviously. Mm. Like if you're mopping and picking up vomit, you're, you're probably not. But I remember our, like on the cruise ship we went on, the wait staff at the, the restaurant, the fancy restaurant, he worked his way up into there. And like on the island we got off at, he was touring the island as well. Good on him. Yeah. I, I, I know we've had this conversation many a times before. What is the attraction with cruise ships? Uh, my parents paid for the whole thing. <laughs> well, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, T, uh, if you'll pay for me too, I'll come along. I just had to buy my own alcohol. I can do that. Yeah, me too. I can do that. Me, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> we'd set up. A, we'd set up in one of the rooms. We'll have our podcast live from the cruise ship. That would be amazing. We could. Uh, I did try and promote the podcast on on the cruise ship. Yeah, but it, it didn't. It, no we one... could. We could have a show. We could have a show every night. You know what we used to watch? We, we used to watch a lot. Was front of the ship cam. Okay. We used to wake up in the morning and yeah. we'd just have a a camera on the top of the ship and we'd just point at the front of the yeah. ship so you could see where it was going and i must say they could have replaced it with a static image <laughs> <laughs> what about could you watch all the security cameras no no oh, no. that's a shame no 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 i didn't i couldn't even see the one i put in my own bathroom oh no um anyway yeah shall we go on to more news segway i'm i'm gonna make a case now okay that italians are not white people okay and at the end of this, yeah. I think you might agree that okay. Italians are not white people. Okay. Okay. An article came out. There's mm. been a lot of racism happening mm. in the US. Apparently, they don't like Asians over there in the yeah. US. Now, look, Australia already did that with Pauline Hansen. We're over it. We're mm-hmm. done. But in the US, apparently, there's a certain group of people in the US. At one stage, it was the white people... But now it's the Muslim people, apparently, because that's the guy that killed all of those women working at that massage place. Do you remember that? No. Okay. So this guy went into all these massage places. Yeah. And I'm going to put it like a little little quote so you uh-huh. can't hear it. Um, and so what you're saying, like the massage place in Phillip Island. Like the massage place in Phillip okay. Island. You know, the rub and tugs. Yeah. 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 And he went in there and killed a bunch of Asian women Mm-hmm. That were basically part prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. And he went to like two places and did that before he was caught by the police. Mm-hmm. 
Now, initially, people thought he was white. And yeah. He was a white supremacist. Later found out that he was like a Muslim man mm. or a uh, Middle Eastern man that was against women sinning like that, being prostitutes. Right, okay. But all these articles came out saying that, you know, white supremacy is everywhere. And even if you're not white, you could still be a white supremacist. And I didn't understand this at all. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't understand. Then an article came out. And this is the article I'm going to talk about mm. right now. And this is how I'm going to prove that Italians aren't white. Okay. Okay. The ca- and the article's thing was said, the headline, the casual racism of mispronouncing an Asian person's name. And I read that headline and I read the article and it basically says across the board, a lot of white people really struggle to incorporate, you know, or understand or, you know, always mispronounce whether on purpose, sometimes on purpose, but most of the time, even by accident, mispronounce an Asian person's name. Uh, And to be honest, I'm always mispronouncing. Part of me is I'm really happy with all the, um, uh, my good Vietnamese friends, right? Hung. I've been calling him Hung. For 10 fucking years, I thought his name was Hung. Yep. It's Hung. Yes. Yes. Hung. But I've been calling him Hung. He's never corrected me. <laughs> That's the best. Never. Bit. That's the best. Bit. And then one day, someone I'm with him calls him Hung. Yeah. I go, no, it's Hung. No, no. The Australian yeah. somehow fucks it up. Of course. And has to get the ha. So. This article came out yeah. and I read through it, like I said, and basically they're saying, you know, they, you don't mean to pronounce it wrong, yeah. but if no, if you try your best, you pronounce it and you get it wrong mm. and no one corrects you, you just keep going. That's right. And all this way through, like people, like all these comedians and people. Did I ever tell you what happened at Deacon? Oh, wait, wait, let me finish this. No, and then no, no, did I ever okay, tell you okay. what happened at Deacon? No, no, no. My supervisor called me Kari. <laughs> right. And I never had the, the balls to correct her. And... Psychology was on level five and level four. So everyone on level five, because I don't really know these people. I'm starting my PhD. Don't know these people, right? So everyone on level five calls me Kyron because of my supervisor. I just go with this. This happens over a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And everyone on level four, only a few people on level four, called me Kieran. <laughs> and then when we would somehow get together and someone would call me Kyron and someone would call me Kieran, Anyway, then over no one knew which is right. Then over a period of a, of a couple of months, no one would then say my name. <laughs> hey, they that guy. They didn't know whether it was Kyron or Kieran. So I just call you the K Man. A lot easier. <laughs> a lot easier. So anyway, I read this article. Yeah. Very like, similar situation. So I'm sitting reading this article about how white people can't pronounce Asian people's names. Yeah. And I'm sitting here as a Turcherelli, mm-hmm. thinking to myself, "Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> and then I'm thinking about all my friends' names. Uh-huh. Like Trajanovsky. Yeah, can't get that one up, and, so I call him Traj. <laughs> or Bergantino. Or Dimitriadis. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, hold on a motherfucking second. Yeah. People purposely mispronounce my name. In fact, I'm gonna take it even. Don't even one- get me to spell your <laughs> yeah, name. I know. Let's go even one step further. Mm-hmm. The people that would complain that they couldn't say their names right, one of them was named, I'll just spell it out, and you tell me how you think it's meant to be said. Uh-huh. It's J-U-L-L-Y. J-U-L-L-Y. 
a female name. Julie. Should, yeah. It's meant to say, but instead of Julie, it's meant to be Julie, like proper Julie, not Julie. And she complained that people were saying it wrong. Right. Another one was like a, a Middle Eastern guy's name and it was Hanjib or, or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, people always get it wrong, but they can get like, you know. It's like Jose. Every yeah. time I see that, I'm like, hello, Joz. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? But um, as, as a guy who's lived his, his life with a 12 letter, letter fucking Italian <laughs> name. Hang on. Fresh off the boat. When when you were in prep, could you actually spell your last name? No. <laughs> you know what? Someone asked me, "Oh, you gonna is is, is Jess gonna take your name?" And mm. I'm like, "Oh, poor soul if she does." And then someone asked me, "Oh, why don't you take Jess's name? Be really progressive." And I, go, I just learned how to spell my fucking surname. <laughs> let alone, I'm not giving that up for no one. You're keeping it hyphenate. Yeah. So these people are complaining. These Asian community are complaining. That they can't, they, uh, their names are getting said incorrectly. No one can pronounce my surname correctly unless I say it. And then I'm thinking to myself, hold on a motherfucking second. Do you know how many Indian telemarketers I get called? Uh-huh. And they go, hello, can I please speak to Mr. Tochai I'm like, so maybe fucking Asians can't even say my surname. <laughs> Italians are the blacks of Europe. Yeah. I will not have anyone say that we're white. <laughs> we are black people of Europe. <laughs> The only people worse than us are the Polish and the Irish. That's it. (laughs) And we know what Freud said about the Irish. They want to fuck their mums? No, you can't psychoanalyze them. Uh. (laughs) That's true. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Didn't he want to fuck his mum? Probably. Yeah. Probably. There's a lot of mother stuff there. So I don't don't understand how these people can complain any more than the Italians when their surnames are like Lee. Got it. It's like British... <laughs> or Lynn. So it's like British Airways. Yeah. They just fuck up everyone's uh, baggage. <laughs> exactly. It's just, across the board, everyone fucks up everything. You know? Oh, it's a nice easy one. You've you got, got uh, Kyron and Kieran. Yeah. Uh, I get my, my... I say hi, you know, in emails, and then I say thanks, and then Anthony. And then in the little... What's it called? The signature? It says Anthony. Yeah. And then I get email back. Hi, Tony. Okay. <laughs> It's not even fucking close. <laughs> Isn't Tony, though, like, you know how um, Robert is Bob? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, what's Dick another one? Dick is Richard. Dick is Richard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of, except my name is Anthony. I'd rather you call me Turch. Than, All right, I'm going to call you Tony. <sighs> that's Burger's name. How you going, Tony? Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant. Black people, uh, Italians are the blacks of, of Europe. Well, there you go. There and you as go. a proxy Italian... <laughs> You're Bob Black. <laughs> I bestow you uh, an, an Italianist over to Kieran. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Church. Did you watch the fight? Which fight? You know, the YouTuber versus um, Arkson or something uh, like that? D- no. The YouTuber. The boxing match? Yeah. Uh, yeah Jake Paul? Jake Paul yeah. versus Arkson. Um, I, I watched it. How was it? I put money on Arkson. I think that's his name. Jake Paul won. Uh-huh. So he punches him. Arkson goes down. He gets up before the 10 second count's over. Looks like... He's a UFC fighter, this Arkson guy. Yeah. Right? He can fucking fight. He can... He can... Last one I watched, he got fucking the shit kicked out of him and he still kept going. That's good. Right? So he's ready to go. And the fucking guy, referee, umpire, whatever, calls the calls the fight off. And it lasted about a minute and 23 seconds. I say it was rigged. Potentially. Rigged. Potentially. Unbelievably rigged. Uh, Turch. Yep. 
you want to know a bit of history? We love uh, a bit of history. Well, as long as it's ancient alien history, I'm up for it. Hey, how failing at fractions saved the quarter pounder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's is celebrating a 50-year milestone this year, the creation of the quarter pounder. You might assume that the quarter pounder has been around much longer than just 50 years, but not so. The quarter pounder was created by a franchisee named Al Burnden, Burnden, I don't okay. know, fuck up some names here. You can't, you can't say even English names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burnden felt that there was something missing in the McDonald's menu. Specifically, they needed something to offer people who wanted a higher ratio of meat to bun. Right. I like this guy. Yeah. He's about the ratios. So he created a burger with a pre-cooked weight of just over four ounces. He called it the quarter pounder, which was much better than his other option, the big four ouncer. Yeah. Uh, Bernardin, he introduced the burger at his locations with a sign that said, today, Fremont, tomorrow, uh, the world. Right. Big Al wasn't wrong about that. The quarter pounder was an instant success. Of course. You've had the quarter pounder. I've had the quarter pounder. It's a good burger. Most people have had the quarter pounder. I've even had a pounder. You've only had the quarter pounder. I've had a quarter pounder. Uh-huh. I've had a full pounder. I've had, I've had, well, I've had the full gamut. Yeah. Of pounders. So, interestingly... I didn't um, even make a pound her joke. Look at that. That's how classy this podcast is. <laughs> you were talking and I completely tuned out. That was a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, the name was trademarked and it became uh, a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, anyway, uh, interestingly, A and W decided the quarter pounder uh, needed some competition. So, it introduced the Isn't third... Is the root beer company? Yeah, yeah. Third of a pound burger. It was priced the same as a quarter pounder, but with a third of a pound of beef instead of just a quarter pound. It even outperformed the quarter uh, pounder in taste tests, but nobody bought it. Because do people think that one third is less than one fourth? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. You know, these are the same people that complain that people don't teach them about taxes at school, Uh but they also can't do fractions. (laughs) Oh, because that's the thing. Like if he did, if they went the other way around, they called it the four ouncer. Yeah. And then the six-ouncer came out, which is basically like what, 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 a, a, a third, of third pounder, yeah. whatever pounder it is. something is, yeah. They would have won, mm. but they didn't because they went the other way around. That's right. And the only way you could win that is if you go a fifth a pounder. A fifth a pounder. But if you do that, then you actually get less meat and people would complain, like, oh, it's so small. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, when you lift up, when you have the quarter pounder, it's heavy. It does have its weight it's to it. It's got its weight it's to it. It's weight to it, Yeah. I still think the best burger at McDonald's is is the Big Mac. Hmm. I don't know what it is about the Big Mac. It's it's you know a lot of other. I just had Carl's Jr. recently. Yeah, I just got one here, and it tastes very suspicious, uh, suspiciously similar uh-huh. to a Hungry Jack's burger. Yeah, yeah, still good. Yeah. but McDonald's burgers taste like no other burgers. That's right. You know, nothing else tastes like nothing it. else tastes yeah. like it, and they've got this market. This market share that they will never be able to lose because they've got such a distinct product that is scientifically created hmm. to be fucking delicious. I don't know what they're doing. It's it's. I don't know what they're doing, yeah, but it's it's crack cocaine. That's what it is. Do you, do you want to know an interesting fact about the, the milkshake? Of course, the thick shake. Yeah, McDonald's uh, back in like the nineteen nineties, two thousands, wanted to increase their thick shake sales. Yeah, and so they did everything, everything, but nothing like. And they've got all this information, data on customers, and they they couldn't increase the sales. They did focus groups, nothing. They bring in this this consultant 
you love the consultants so much. Well, we are the podcast consultants. And they, uh, the, this team observes people who buy thick shakes for like 16 hours a day. Anyway, in the morning, they notice it's single, like people by themselves buying the thick shake. Anyway, they eventually go off and ask these people, like, why do you buy the thick shake? And it's all because in the morning, they have a long commute to work. Uh, and they, a, they only need one hand on the steering wheel. They need something. They want something to basically do. Um, a banana doesn't cut it because a banana yeah. is gone. And Coffee goes too quickly. Um, thick shake lasts donuts, the whole Donuts, donuts, whatever. You get all the fucking sprinkles over your chest. The thick shake lasts, lasts yeah. and fills you up yeah. until morning tea. Amazing. Yeah. I watched The Founder, mm-hmm. which is the uh, film about McDonald's. Yeah. And at one stage, one of their biggest overheads was keeping the ice cream cold for the thick shakes. Uh-huh. And they went to a model where they were getting uh, pre... Oh, didn't they use the instant or like something? The instant one, yeah. yeah. So they cut off all the, the cost of having freezers, like freezers for the ice cream, mm. buying the ice cream. Eventually, obviously, they went back to, to full ice cream, like soft serve type. Yeah. But amazing. Like, that saved the company. But they went from a owning the franchise each, like yeah. owning the building, all that, to just owning the land. And leasing the land. It's of a real life. when you think it's about a, it. It's a, a real estate, estate business. And yeah. everyone, amazing. What a, what a change, you know. And just stealing those all those ideas from those two blokes and yeah, wherever it was. And That's a good film. That one. I've it's watched amazing. That one. Yeah, it's really good. Kieran, I know you like kid shows because you watch them with all <laughs> your nephews and nieces and all that sort of stuff. Do you know the show Bluey? I have heard of the show Bluey. Okay, so Bluey is just... Have I watched a full episode of Bluey? No. I must admit, I've never watched a full episode. I've only seen it in the background of my... Mm. When I see Jess's nephew, but he loves it. And Basil loves it too. Yeah. Full on. Someone... uh, Bluey is about a family of uh, dogs. Yeah, that are blue. That are blue and, and, um, and orange. Yeah. Females are more orange, guys are more blue. Uh, uh, are you saying, are you suggesting that there's not enough diversity in the show Bluey? <laughs> well. There's no this, cats. This there's Bris- no giraffes. This Brisbane-based family of yeah. dogs yeah. who realistically don't really have any racial connections. Uh-huh. Someone has made a formal complaint. Oh, no. And it's gone around. Uh-huh. So, so kids cartoon Bluey criticised for not having... And I quote, disabled, queer, poor, or gender diverse dogs of colour. So this they're, w- they're, they're blue. <laughs> so not only that. Uh, what, do they need a red dog? This, this, well, the, the Clifford's already a big red dog. What's that? Uh, so the, the show is set in Queensland, uh-huh. which I wouldn't say is the most diverse state of Australia. No, Queensland is not. No, no. I've um, been to Queensland a number not, of times. Not as diverse as Victoria. Let's just yeah, go with yeah. that, right? A lot, of, a lot of white people in, in Queensland. I think Queensland, I don't know, when we had the same-sex vote. Yeah, they were against There was a lot of towns in Queensland that were under 50%. That's right. I'll just put it that way. So the quote I got from this woman was, yeah. as a parent of colour, uh-huh. So imagine describing yourself as that. I mean, I'm an Italian of colour. Yeah. I'm just of colour. Yeah. But so it's Can I say that? Can I write a letter and be as a West Australian <laughs> living <laughs> in Victoria? Exactly. I think you can. I think if you have these precursors. As a Western Australia who has an eye disability. 
<laughs> and are too tall. <laughs> and I'm too tall for economy class. <laughs> I think if, you're pre- if your statement starts with, as a person of X, yeah. I think it's... Ch- your argument is invalid. Okay. <laughs> Across the board. But she said, as a parent of colour, I am always conscious of the presence or absence of diverse rep- representation in kids' pop culture. Now, can you imagine? You're just watching a kid's show with your kid. Yeah. And you're like... It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Yeah. And in your brain, the only thing you can think of is, I notice the absence of black people in this show. Can you imagine? Okay, I, I have to pull you up on something. I have to pull you up on something. Yeah, please. I I don't think we're talking about the elephant in the room here. Okay. Which is that men and women view TV very differently to one another. Okay. Men can just be content with watching <laughs> a show. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think women can. Maybe. That's true. As generalizations go, I feel like men can just be content Watching the TV show yeah, and on. going on the journey. It's on. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I'll accept it. But that's this is the thing for this woman. In, yeah. in, in her, if I watched Bluey, who is about a blue dog and its family, who are not of any color mm-hmm. other than blue and orange, yeah. I don't instantly think that's a white person. No. I just think that's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's blue. Yeah. In my head. This woman goes... I see. Which think, is pretty good because I don't actually think there are blue dogs in the world. Oh, it's pretty amazing. It's yeah. like the blue duck in, yeah. you know, in uh, ha- and Billy Madison. I just wanted to see a blue duck. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty good, you know. But imagine the, the warped mind you must have. You're watching a show about a blue dog and its family of other blue dogs and potentially other colored dogs that are not standard dog colors. And you go, that is definitely a white person. Where is the dog that represents the black person <laughs> or or queer person in a in a show built by the ABC? Yeah. For 2 and 3 year olds. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> 2 and 3 year olds don't have the fucking comprehension. <laughs> so, I was thinking about that. 2 this. and 3 year olds are going, "Yeah, that is a ball." I like balls. That's a blue dog. How like- great's that? There's it's no a- blue dogs in real. I've never seen a blue dog. There's one on my screen. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. They're not going, you know what I would really like to see? I can't wait for the uh, half Muslim, half uh, Native American. Two and three year olds build- don't even fucking know. Multi-gendered, yeah. multi-gendered lesbian uh, disabled dog. That's the dog I want a toy of. No one has ever said that. <laughs> No, especially a child that's three and two, three and four. They've never gone. I need a multiracial Muslim person of color in a wheelchair. That's a, also a, a dog. two and a three year old just want the one with the best superpowers. That's right. That's you know, all they want. You know what? It could be. It could be a black superhero with that's in a wheelchair. But if they got a super wheelchair with giant lasers and and, and they're jets. flying around jets and cool stuff like that. Or they've got, if, for the girl, it's a prettiest hair. That's the one they're going to gravitate to. They don't care about the diversity. They just care about what the character is. They're a better judge of character than this woman. So I got thinking. I got thinking. I thought to myself. Careful. <laughs> that can cause problems. It's caused a lot of problems. Yeah. Especially on this show. Apparently, you know, YouTube doesn't like my ideas. Uh. Apparently, I'm ha- all hate speech. Mm. So let me continue on. Because I was thinking really hard. I go, what is, what does a dog of a, a, a dog of, of, of color 
diverse dog of color look like? Because dogs don't come in too many colors. Like usually, it's dogs are very diverse. Black, like there's black haired dogs, and then there's white dogs. But then white dogs don't necessarily come from white countries. Yeah, like a Japanese Spitzer is yeah. is white. Is white, but it's an Asian dog. Yeah, you know. A uh, Burmese Mountain Dog is both black and brown, uh-huh. but it's from, you know, the Burmese... And what about the Labrador or the Golden Retriever? Golden Retriever. I've never... You know, Golden Retriever is not from Asia, yeah. but it's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes from, you know, it's a, a European-type breed. And then I was thinking, does it matter where the dog was born? Mm-hmm. Because I've got... I, or it's heritage. Because I have a sausage dog. Mm-hmm. Now, sausage dogs are dash hounds. Well, that's very that's very rude to the sausage dogs. I think they like to be called dash hounds. That's right. So they're dash yeah, yeah. dash hounds. They're a German dog. Okay, so white, right? Yeah. yeah. But his father, my uh-huh. dog, his Dweezil's actual like dog father, was born in South Africa. Uh huh. So now we, now we've got an African dog. Yeah. But he was creamy white, oh. a cream like a cream color. Yeah. But he's from Africa. And then they migrated here to Australia and Dweezil was born here. So technically, my dog, half of, like, because his mum was born here. Yeah. Half the dog yeah. of Dweezil is also African. This is too is confusing. It, yeah. Dweezil my was question, a beautiful dog. My question is, is now Dweezil a black dog? <laughs> Look, Dweezil is proxy Italian. <laughs> And that makes him uh, proxy well, black. Because yeah. I proved in this episode earlier that Italians are the blacks. <laughs> so my dog is 100% black. Uh-huh. So if she wants to see a diverse dog, yeah. please check out Dweezil. <laughs> what's what's Dweezil's Instagram? Uh, just search for Dweezil. There's not many, there's only <laughs> two of them. It's Dweezil Zapper and Dweezil the dog. It's Got pretty, it. Pretty All right. Bad. So anyway, I, I think I just proved with logic and facts as as many commentators would say, that I'm black and my dog is black too. I love your logic and I love your facts. <laughs> Thank you. And I love the people who disagree with your logic and your facts. Well, send me some hate mail. But if you do, <laughs> that'll be hate speech against black people. Oh. Here, give us another article and then we'll listen to some uh, some too real, too nice because I need something to cleanse the palate of all this racism. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just... It's just... Anyway, the- Turch. Yes. You're an accountant. I'm also black. You, uh, you're a black accountant. Uh-huh. Um, you obviously dabble in the stock market, no doubt. Uh-huh. There is a single New Jersey deli uh-huh. that does about $35,000 in sales, valued at $100 million in the stock market. <laughs> yeah. Hedge Go on. fund manager David Einhorn warned of the dangers... For retail investors that he sees in the market, and one of his main examples was a tiny New Jersey deli with a market capitalization of more than a hundred million. That is fucking amazing. And yet the podcast doesn't even have a Patreon. <laughs> uh someone pointed us to Hometown International, HWIN, which owns a, a single deli in rural New Jersey. HWIN reached a market cap. Of $113 million on February 8th. The largest shareholder is also the CEO, CFO, treasurer, and director, who also happens to be the wrestling coach of the high school next door. <laughs> Amazing. So these guys, 
Well, they're not really millionaires. So they don't have the money in their pocket. They just own oh, something. Fucking sell, 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 they, sell, sell. Uh, they just own something. They that own they, a share they, they, that no, is no, worth they, something. They then put it on. They then listed it on the stock exchange. Yeah. And somehow, in this hot market, it's now worth a hundred million. Amazing. Can we? Do, you should do that to the podcast. Put the po- at podcast as a stock. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. You should do it. I yeah. think that's a Kieran job. Yeah. You know, I'll edit the shows. You do that. The stock symbol can be called Woodot. Woodot. Yeah. We, oh, people will go for that. Look, it's look like a tech company. I'm in. NASDAQ. We'll Na- be on the NASDAQ. That's right. It's the important stuff. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Good old New York, New Jersey dallies. Oh, speaking of uh, black dogs, here we go. Hello, Dweezil. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, Kieran's joined us. <laughs> no, that's oh no, Turch. <laughs> What's that? Two Turches? <laughs> <laughs> You're a good boy. You're a good boy. Come on. I know, Uncle Kieran. So I'm. <laughs> All right. All right, Kieran. Are you ready to listen to a bit of? I'm ready. So. I can't remember where we were up to last episode. I'm very sorry. My my brain is completely fried. I've been so focused on uh, conspiracy theories and uh, it hasn't been that good. But we are going to listen to a little bit of Too Real and Too Nice because that is one of our favourite podcasts of all time. So we're going to listen just to the start of episode two and it only gets more fantastical every time that we listen to it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, it's twice as nice with Mr. Google, a.k.a. Chocolate Cocaine. Take Google, <laughs> Okay, did you catch any of that? I've got no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> okay, so this is the start of episode two. That was the introduction, and they're also introducing their po- uh, producer, who I think... <laughs> now, even this is where my black heritage doesn't understand this, but I think his <laughs> name... Was Dr. Google or Dr. Gugu, a.k.a. Chocolate Cocaine. Okay. That's their producer. So this episode two, now they've got a producer who's Chocolate Cocaine. They really needed a producer. (laughs) It actually sounds worse than the first episode. So I don't know what he's doing, Uh but he's not doing much. But his name is Dr. Google. Dr. Google. Okay. Oh, now this is going to be a fun one right here. This is our first time doing a feature. So we gonna right. start off with, 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 with what, is, what did we agree to start off with? You starting off with who does a lo- who does a man love? The woman that he lies to, or the woman he tells the truth? Oh. Now my theory on that because I'm, I'm living this shit a little. Okay, so did you hear what their first topic of conversation? I've got, I've got no fucking idea what's going on. The intensity of this. <laughs> their first topic of conversation is who does a man love more? The woman that he lies to or the woman that he doesn't lie to? Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's <laughs> find out these women's yep. thoughts. <laughs> I would say he lied a bitch that he lied to. So which may have really lied me because he tells me the truth about every fucking thing. But he go home and lie to his bitch, so. Why do they say I only lie to you because I love you? Okay. <laughs> Did you catch any of that? Uh, something about uh, no, no. Okay. So she, so one of the hosts says, <laughs> says, 
<laughs> I think I'm living through this at the moment. Uh-huh. So she obviously has a man in her life. Isn't that the one in jail? Maybe. Yeah. And he goes, I think I'm currently the one he tells the truth to because he's got a side bitch and he lies to her. Oh! <laughs> I've got so many questions. <laughs> oh, let's hope Mr. Google can. Yeah, after that, when you lie to a person, you're securing their feelings. That's just like if me, if, if me and Mr. Google fuck with each other, and I'm cheating on him with Ad, and he asks me, if I think I can get away with it without hurting his feelings and without him finding out, I'm gonna lie. Like, nah, I ain't fucking with nobody, ain't lying. Like, no. Okay, you catch any of that? She said, I ain't lying at the end. That's right. Okay, so she said, but I would lie to him my partner who's uh-huh. truthful to me so if she had sex with dr google uh-huh. the producer of the show and she thought she could get away with it he would she would just lie to her partner okay this is a minute <laughs> in. we're not even a minute in, even a minute in. and this is you know, I like podcasts that are like, here's the, we're getting into everything straight away, but Jesus, titty tap dancing tortoises. This has been instant power. Yeah. <laughs> but this one, Mr. Google come in. Wild eye, period. So Mr. Google's Google's coming. In. All right. When you can just keep it on and just stay with the truthful person. Because, because the consequences, my man, if I was with a nigga and I cheat on him, ain't no way that shit gonna keep coming up here. I did it before. My son, father. First and last time I will ever tell on myself. Skip school at the nigga house, got some head, all that. Went home late with nobody. Listen, I'm like, I cheated on you today. Okay. Did their audio quality get worse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually I can decipher things. I have no idea what happened. Dr. Google's just like, ask a question. And he's actually a quite pleasant volume. Everything's calm with him. And thing one or thing two, too real or too nice, I don't know, really lays into him. Let's keep going. Maybe we can decipher it. Now he blamed me for all his trust issues. He's telling his baby mother now he can never trust her because of me. That's because he's insecure. And if I would have fucking lied to him, if I wouldn't have told him at all, we would have been good. Well, he would have been, he'd be good. Instead of saying, oh, she she the first girl to break my heart. I can never trust a bitch again because she did. Nah, he respects you more though because you kept it a hundred. He dumped me. He dumped you. All right, I think I understood. Okay, what, what did you get out of that? She's upset because her partner lied to her yeah and then dr google says that's because he's insecure yeah but if he never lied to me we'd never have these problems and there probably would have been good sex or something and um and then uh then he dumped her or she dumped him i think he dumped her i think okay i can't remember now <laughs> we just listened to it ah, amazing he, he can you, never say you lied to but him. But he can never say you lied to him. You kept it 100. Like, I'd rather for a person to keep it 100 with me than straight fraud. That's some bullshit. That's you know what I mean? Me, on the other hand, I'm one of them women. What I don't know won't hurt me. <laughs> you know what's really amazing about this? The intensity has just dropped. Uh, she just said, what I don't know won't hurt me. Yeah. So if this gentleman here, your partner, Goes off and has sex with a million women. 
but she never finds out. But she only thinks it's one. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, it, currently it's only one, I guess, maybe. But they're broken up now, so I'm not quite sure. But <laughs> if they're... Craig fucking Thomas, episode one, dating men in jail. <laughs> episode two. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, it's like, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I, I'm very amazed. Yeah. Everything about this so far has been fantastic. Let's keep going. If you think I ain't gonna never find out, nigga, don't tell me. Don't come and fuck up my happiness. I'm cool. Like, nah, nah. If you're doing it, you're doing it good. Yeah, if you, you think know. it's gonna come to me, then come and beat them to the punch. Other than that, let me be happy. Yeah, cause my motto is if I ain't see it, you ain't fucking do it, bitch. Don't come to me and tell me my nigga did nothing. You ain't got no pictures. You ain't got no hard evidence. He didn't fucking do it. Now, that don't make. All right, so <laughs> if you've got no evidence, then it my my as she said, my nigga. Yeah. Didn't do it. That's right. Yeah. So it sounds like to me that if you just make up lies, obviously people have lied to her about things before, but now she wants a hard, hard proof, fact evidence, yeah. hard proof about her, her partner. You could be a trusted friend of 30 years. <sighs> yeah. How old do you think these women are? Like <sighs> when they were called like... I reckon late 20s. Late 20s? Yeah. yeah I think I think mid to late 20s. Like yeah. 25. Six, twenty-seven, yeah. sort of thing. A little bit more. Ain't I gonna watch you like a motherfucking hawk? I'm gonna walk, watch you to see if you, if you, you know, your shit changed up. You, you know, regular routine on some other shit. Oh yeah, this you bitch don't know if your man did something by the way a female walk. It's called vaginal punishment. What? Uh, sorry, please interpret. I don't know what he said, but I think at the end he said vaginal punishment. Uh huh. Let's get going. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said bad punishment. Yeah, if he, if he put a hurting on that thing, she's going to be walking like a yeah, man. Like, you know what? I know I know you fucked her because she's walking the way I walk out. She's fucking... But I ain't going to know that And so too real and too nice started coronavirus. <laughs> Could you imagine them, us, all our other podcast friends? Yeah. In a party together. I want, yeah, I want to meet these girls. I want Kevmo and Big E in yeah. the same room. I want those other two, the, um, from that other, uh, female podcast that we reviewed. Yeah. Uh, which was amazing. We, we loved, we loved to bits. I want them all in the same room. Oh you my know, God. I want Man Brain. I want the shitty song of the week. Um, yeah, mixed, you know, uh, mixed media forest. All of them, same room, just doing a big, big fuck off show. That'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. I think that's all I can deal with. Uh-huh. That is, I don't know how the second episode with the producer sounds worse than the first episode <laughs> without the producer. But Doctor Google, you are really letting the team down. And with that, Kieran, I think we're going to wrap it up. It's so good to have you in the studio. But I think soon we're going to be doing probably another conspiracy, conspiracy. live video. Which I cannot, yeah. cannot yeah. wait. But for all your wanking needs out there, make sure you follow us on the SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat or a rant, make sure you email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so good having you back in the studio. Thank you very much. And, and we will see you next Thursday.
Oh, goo goo. Oh, it's a shame they've only ever done two. Like they had something. They did. They did. They did. I'm gonna find. Imagine they get better mics. All they need to do is just turn down the gain, like in their audio interface. Just turn it down. I think they're they're recording on their phone. You reckon it's a phone? I reckon it's a phone. Because I reckon that's because she's. I think she's close and loud. Yeah. And he's further away. Yeah, maybe. And it, he sounds better. Yeah. yeah, but in their picture, they have pho- they have microphones. I think it's a phone. All right, maybe it's just they photoshopped them in. But, yeah, ridiculous. So sad. 